1: to learn more, what would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA, Copyright 2024. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today.
2: Black guys with
1: good
2: Welcome to two black guys with good credit the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. What's up Sean? Karen, how you guys doing?
3: What's
4: up? You I'm guys, good, Maddie, Matt and Karen, you know, I just can't. Man, so many things are just blowing my mind. So many opportunities. My phone keeps blowing up. People keep asking <laughs> me. I'm gigging. Since
2: you're gigging and you got so much going on, maybe we should talk about that. Because I know there's folks who are looking for jobs, people trying to hire people for jobs, but there's still an unemployment rate. Karen, why don't you break down what's going on in this world of business for us?
3: Oh, in the world of business. Well, in the world of business these days, guys, um, we're still looking at some pretty heavy unemployment, as you know, Um, more than 9.5 million Americans were unemployed and looking for work as of June of this year, 2021, according to the latest Bureau of Labor Statistics data. However, at the same jo- at the same time, job openings in the country hit 9.2 million, a new record high. So um obviously that means there's almost as many jobs as there are unemployed Americans. And so the
2: there's a job is, for everybody. You or get a is job. there you get a job? Or is there? Term. But
3: it, but but Sean, but is it simple? Does is this a simple uh uh supply and demand thing or is there something else going on? Is there a, a labor shortage for real? Does this mean there isn't a labor shortage? Or is there a certain kind of labor shortage?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's a good thing that we, could, we should delve into. Like, is it a one-to-one match? I Meaning, like Matt just said, if everybody, every, all the 9.5 people unemployed applied for the 9.2 million jobs, there'd be no more unemployment, other skills and everything lining up. as COVID changed that dynamic? I mean, what's going on? I guess that's what it is. And that's what this show is about. And, you know, I just really want people to understand, like, to me, this is a huge opportunity. And when employment ends and people go back to work, there's going to be, like, surges in applicants. So if you're, like, sitting there waiting for your unemployment benefits to end and then say, oh, I'm going to then look for work. So is there, that's what everybody else is doing. To me, you have to be ahead of the curve. You have to kind of be able to foresee what other people are going to do. And if they're moving to the left, maybe you need to move to the right. Kind of got to be strategic. You know, this is, to me... The first time I've seen an American when you can really max out your salary right now, you know, because I I believe, you know, when people are sleeping, collecting unemployment, that's when you need to be awake. You need to kind of wake up and be like, let me enter this market now where the opportunity presents itself.
2: Well, also, uh, like with COVID and like the lockdown that we've lived through, I know there were some people who not only were they taking advantage rightfully so of unemployment, but there was, a, I think, a bit of a fear of, you know, going back out into this world. But now I think people are coming outside mm-hmm. people like there's a shift going on. And, but in my particular industry in television and film, I'll just speak in, in, from my own personal experience. I, I know of jobs that are out there that are like six figure jobs where people who, are being offered these jobs or turning them down. People who don't have a nine to five, don't have a daily job. They're just freelance hustling or, you know, taking jobs. You know, basically the, it's a, it's an employee market right now. Like these people are like turning down hundred thousand dollar gigs. Like, like it's nothing. Like I was like, wow, I was just shocked by that.
4: Well, the assumption is, and this is what I don't, what people don't understand. The assumption is that when they're ready to look for work, their job market's going to be the same as it is today. And that's not true because Karen just laid it out. There are 9.5, 9.2 million jobs available right now and 9.5 million people applying. If those people all decide to go back and look for work, guess what? You could be SOL. But has the job market changed? Are people, are, are,
2: are jobs that were once permanent, are they people shifting to freelance? Or is there, are, are these numbers what they appear to be? And I don't know the answer to that question. It just makes me wonder, like, what's behind these? Like Karen said, it, it may be what we're seeing with that data. I'm not, I don't know what it means. I'm going to have to do some more research, but I'm just curious to know (laughs) have the jobs shifted or people being hired in different ways, working remote, you know, like, Mm.
3: well, from my, look, my just anecdotal experience and living in New York, I feel like you get so much anecdotes (laughs) because this place is full of people who are anecdote anecdoters, but, um,
4: you mean in other words, opinionated,
3: Yes, rude, loud. um, And they have something to say. And so look, I think the job market actually has not changed very much in terms of the jobs available. And I think what has shifted is people. And in this pandemic, you know, pe- everybody had to look inward, you know, we've done a bunch of shows, like, what do I do now? How do I pivot? What else do I want to do? And I think that's like, everyone's collective conscience feels like that, you know, I, I, don't want to go, for me personally, and I'm like very regular girl, I don't want to go back to a job I was doing previously that I didn't want to do. And it's in fact, during the pandemic, when um, things were kind of crazy and unpredictable that I actually quit (laughs) and didn't really have a plan forward and just kind of threw my hands up and said, okay, but not that. I'll figure out what I want to do, but I don't want to do that anymore. And I'd kind of rather struggle with it a little than suck it up and do a job I don't want to do. I just post pandemic, we got walloped, everything changed, my energy changed. I just don't feel like I have to do something I don't want to do and anymore. And where's that
4: path led to you? Led you? So
3: and my far path far. has led me to a job that I really do want to do. Now, is Absolutely. the money the same? No, but we're getting there. And I'm so, so, so much happier. So anyway, that was a long way to say that the jobs are I think they're the same restaurants still need workers like Walmart's still hiring like blah, 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 you know, the MTA still needs people to like reach out to the homeless, but no one wants to do those jobs anymore. And they hear or they don't want to do those jobs for that money. People are just sick of it. And they're like, I'd rather do my own thing than go back to like whatever crap pay you're going to pay me for whatever crap job.
4: I'm agreeing with you somewhat, but then I also have a little disagreement with you because I think there are still new opportunities that are presenting itself in the market, especially with this new virtual world that we're living in. People now are saying, yes, I'll go back to work, but guess what? I don't want to go back to work full time. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to be in the office five days a week. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be able, you know, the whole virtual market has opened up, you know, and if you can tap into that market, then you there's a huge opportunity. You know, so far, like we knew through this whole pandemic, Zoom was the only player around, you know, they need a little competition. And there's the ways in which you can find a niche and take advantage, like you know, maybe delivering lunches during the pandemic from your favorite restaurants. I don't know, but there's just uh, there's there's huge. Um, I always say, you know, you got to recognize when the redistribution of wealth is happening, when change is happening, and I believe it's happening right now in this current market because of the pandemic has has forced change, and you have to find, you know, where you can kind of get in and 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 make a little money and re and kind of leverage your skill set or sometimes work on your skill set like so i i refused last summer when everybody was down and i was down too about this pandemic to just sit on the sideline and and not do anything so i got involved in in and making medical gowns for the pandemic for people for medical professionals and you know i be, became the guy who just was like would find the factories try to work with them to build the gowns to specs and i had thousands of gowns in my van every day just Dropping from place to place and it, and it was great it, the gig lasted about three months so if I can make medical gallons from a guy that ships and in, is into real estate then there's always something that you can do and you can recreate yourself and I was leveraging you know the things that I, the resources that I had which my van was there and then my project management skills and, and that's I never kind of what on. we're
3: saying but you so you were working for yourself though right like I think that we're well, going towards for to work for yourself Right. And so if you had seen a job that was like professional gown coordinator, nine to five, hundred thousand dollars, would you have taken it?
4: It depends. on like, what is the upside to it? I was looking at what is the upside? If, if I mean, benefits
3: be in set it up, but that means eight hours a day, every single day, you're doing well, that- gowns, masks, whatever.
4: That gets into the word that I wanted to talk about next, which is opportunity cost, Karen. So I'd have to weigh what is the opportunity cost loss or gain by doing making these gowns eight hours, 12 hours a day. If the opportunity cost outweighs making the gowns, then obviously I'm not going to do it. But if the making gowns outweighs the opportunity cost, then yes, I'm going to do it because what people but are I'm, not looking at. But I'm at, talking
3: about I'm talking about you specifically. You're a business owner, I'm talking you have about your me. own business, you so have I your have family, you have all this stuff going on. You you, I'm saying. If, there, if instead of you taking it upon yourself to do this gown thing, it were a position that were offered to you the normal way HR, da da da, you know, resume, 401k, all this stuff. Gown I Mart, think, gown I think Mart that, calls you. Yes, Gown Mart wants you. They go, oh, look, a gown guy. He, you have the skills. You, I think you may, that you, you may not are like getting my, around saying no because you have other you, shit going you on. You may not like Sorry. my
4: answer. But I'm giving you the answer just because yeah, you don't want to hear my response doesn't mean it's not the response I want to give. Yeah, what was the answer?
3: You said maybe.
4: Yeah, my you answer is it, a yes or no question.
2: It's not a yes before. or no answer.
4: It's not, a no, it's not a yes or no response. Yes, let, me let me answer it. Me, let me respond to you To again. Non committal. I am weighing well, about I'm, on the, I'm weighing <laughs> the opportunity of making these gals. Versus the opportunity of continue with my logistics business and continue with real estate. If I making gowns you. Also outweigh- your freedom. Also I just That's told you.
3: 100K. 100K full benefits. I but but 100K before tax. Okay. I,
4: I'm not, I'm not, I don't brag on this show, as you know. But uh-huh. My other businesses make more than 100k, so no, Still I would say
3: that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm that, but you are making my point. So, my point is this that's what everybody did. That's what everybody did. You know, everybody picked up this and that. Some people got big on TikTok, everybody found out well, some all just of stayed a sudden
4: unemployment checks, though.
3: You know what, though? But, but a lot of people didn't. And I know the people that also stayed home and collected unemployment, I know that's so stigmatized, but I know some of those people and they were freaking out. They were like, Oh my god, I'm sitting here collecting unemployment. What happens when this ends? I don't think anyone was sitting there throwing stacks, you know, making a t- diving into piles of money like Donald Duck or whatever. I think everybody was stressed out. And I think what people took from this just like you did, Sean, is that you can kind of make a living doing what you want. You don't have to sign away your freedom like that.
2: Well, there's another side to this, which is like, you know, you can have like Sean's example where he you know, tapped into his entrepreneurial spirit and was able to make gowns and sell products. That's one thing but there's other people who like, maybe if you're, if you are the kind of person who's taking like a, um, entry level job, like you're not an entrepreneur, you don't have a lot of resources, but like a friend of mine runs a, a a grocery store chain. And he was telling me how it's difficult to get people to like, some of these chains, like they, they start people at minimum wage.
4: Mm-hmm. So if you're
2: paying 15 bucks an hour, and you're offering someone, hey, we're gonna offer you benefits, we're gonna offer you 40 hours a week, and we're gonna mm-hmm. offer you this and that. And it's like the whole, um, the whole value, you know, proposition here. It's like, is that going to be worth it to get people to either come off of unemployment and take this this gig? Or I mean, it's like kind of a tangled web from what, mm-hmm. what corporations are paying, what people are making, what you want to do with your time. If you have other aspirations, maybe you're trying to start your business, maybe you have an online thing, whatever. I'm just saying it's, it's, there's, it's hard to get people to take, depending upon the level of the job. Like every job's
4: not going to be 100 grand to make gowns. I'm a huge believer of if, you, mm-hmm. if you don't use it, you lose it. And I, I, I hear what you guys are saying. But I've been in this country 25 years now. What is he doing?
3: Yeah, what are we saying?
4: You guys collectively are saying, in your own words, that you know you can't look at people why they decide to stay in unemployment. A lot of them were nervous why they were on it. Uh, there, that doesn't mean that there's. I just believe that this market right now. Whatever you choose to do in this market, you can do it right now, and you can monetize it. If you and how is that
2: I, different from what, my, I, that's not what I'm saying? We're also that's saying not that. what, that's, not what I, that's not what I'm saying, Sean. Okay. So why don't saying? you say what you're saying as opposed to trying to couch what you think we're saying?
4: I want our listeners to understand: it's this is a time to take advantage of the market. This is a time not to sit on the sideline, not to watch too much Don Lennon and 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 uh. Kumo and Chris Kumo and CNN and and see what's going on and get turned <laughs> out of the pandemic. This is a time to get up <laughs> off your butt. If it's not working for somebody, create your opportunity because everybody in this chat, everybody in this on this doing this podcast right now has done that. All three oh. of us have, have have find ways to recreate ourselves. In this market, and it's, it's taken advantage. May not, maybe we don't have the windfall of money, but like even when I started a call with Karen, I said, "Man, you, I see your celebrity status increasing. We are all growing during this time, and, okay. if, and if it's wrong for us to not to let people know that this is a time to grow." I know, Sean. Sometimes when you get a point, you're like a dog
2: with a bone, and you're just fixated on that point. I'm saying there are other points. I'm not disagreeing that people there's an opportunity for people to take advantage and and to make you know gains or there's there's plenty of opportunities for employees or for entrepreneurs or for people i'm saying there's another side of this equation which is businesses and what they're paying people is also a part of the equation i've seen it firsthand talking to people mm-hmm. who can't who can't hire someone for a six figure job also someone who's trying to hire for an entry level job mm-hmm. it's it's not competitive for what people need I'm just saying it's not just about the people that's and how, the you, how, the you, how, how you characterize people just sitting at home watching Don Lemon. I don't think that's fair either. I'm just saying to me, it's like, look, <laughs> there's going to be people who are hustlers and people who are going to going right now in this moment have ambitions and they're going to take advantage and they're going to win. There's going to be people who are not. I'm just saying it's more than just the employee Part of this, there's also the employer part of this, and totally. that's the whole
4: redistribution I'm talking about. When those things happen, where things aren't in sync, where somebody feels that the the labor, the, the salary doesn't inc- doesn't doesn't represent the work, and and it's being recognized across, there's going to be a correction. This is a simple economics. It, the market is going to correct itself, and you want to be on the right side when it does. You want to take advantage of that. You know, for people that listen to our show. And we, this show is really about wealth building, creating wealth, giving you the confidence to create wealth. Well, this is the time. If you're, you're going to sit on the sideline and not get involved and not go hard, then you're doing yourself a disservice. When, when, when things change is when the opportunities present themselves. This is the time to build the wealth.
3: It is. I, I think but people, I think, are – it's an empowering time, too. I don't think that – I think that after this pandemic, people – and you're right with the whole staying at home thing and people having more ownership over their time –
4: if you found yourself now in two years, we got the government paid you to stay home for two, you wouldn't even figure out who the hell you are by now. Okay. <laughs>
3: okay, but okay, jump but no. Who, who <laughs> is so eager?
4: Saying.
3: Who is so eager to go back to breaking their back for somebody else, for somebody else to get most of the benefit of their labor? Who is that excited for that now? I, you I know, know, the know people who have gone gener- for, the people who have gone back to work to the office that I know of have been doing that job consistently the whole time. I don't know people who jumped right in and said, "You know what? Post pandemic, I want a nine to five office job where I have to show up and be treated like crap." Like no one wants that. Right.
4: Their own I'm path. Back. I'm gonna uh, also show, right? also but
2: also Sean, you speak from a, a a place of New York successful businessman privilege like there are people who work <laughs> there's people oh who
0: were, or,
2: I, I'm just saying living in New York it's different than if you lived in Tupelo Mississippi working at a, a hmm. middle a minimum wage job. That shut down and now you're trying to come out of the pandemic. Maybe the, the COVID rates are, are are rising again. And it's like, I guess my whole point is, I, I would, would, would slow down with the way we're characterizing people who don't have it together like you as a bunch of lazy, I'm watching CNN people. There's mm-hmm. other... There's other factors involved, and if you're in different stages in your life and in different regions where the opportunities are different, it's not just one blanket statement of, oh, they're the people who are lazy watching Don Lemon, and then there's people like me who understand that now's the time to make some aggressive moves. I'm just saying, I I just don't like the blanket statement.
4: All right. Let me just say this: Stop making excuses. I hate people. I tell my kids all the time, like I, I'm not about excuses. Like just go out there and do it and make it happen. You know, you could say I'm. I, I don't see myself as this privileged New Yorker guy because I came here as an immigrant, like everybody else. I'm a person of color. Would you like to have to fight, scratch, and crawl like everybody else? I'm just saying. I want people to understand what you want to do, you can do. It. And I have another point I want to make to you, millennials, Karen, directly oh, to you, your generation: is that stop denouncing that it's this horrible thing to work for somebody. It's not. I'm and not saying that we're not no we're not we're not we're not you are, no, the, not. Like, not. are such
3: you are sitting on your business owner throne no I didn't say that what I said is that the kind the kind of jobs that are available are a little bit out of sync with the kind of jobs people are looking for I'm working for somebody right now in, exactly. a, freelance, in, yeah. hold on, but in a freelance capacity but and I like it I like the structure of working for somebody else and I also like the structure I also like the freedom of working for myself so look I Obviously I accepted a job working for a company, but it was, it happened to be the kind of job that I wanted. And I think that my journey is a lot of people's journey where I turned down other jobs that paid well, that I didn't want. And I accepted the job that paid less well because it was exactly what I wanted. And that's the thing. It's not Sean that we don't want to work for other people. It's nice to work for other people. They handle a bunch of stuff that you don't necessarily want to handle on your own, but I'm, refuse to do it if it's going to be a detriment to my life overall. I'm not so like, gonna have two hours one? at home before I go to sleep and do it all over again. Like I'm not doing that. That's, that's I privilege. just
2: like I just like how that's Sean privilege. rejected the label of privilege. Like don't label me, but then he's so quick to want to label all my, right. like, Maybe That's the issue. Let's not label anyone. People understand no matter where you're at in life, right now there's an opportunity that you can take advantage of your goals, ambitions, whatever, there's opportunities out there to make uh, headway, to make gains in business. If if it's a job you're looking for, there's a lot of, there's 9.5 million of them out there. If there's entrepreneurial opportunities you're looking for, well, now might be a great time to do it. I'm just saying the labeling, you were coming real heavy with the label, but as soon as I said, you're sitting on your privilege, you were like, oh, no, I'm not, you know, you didn't let's like that label, but you were quick just, to label everyone else.
3: Let's oh just hashtag, oh, let's just, oh, can I just say one thing? Hashtag normalize making privilege not a bad thing. It is a privilege to look for a new job. It is a privilege to know what you want. It's a privilege to find a job. Why is that bad? We are so blessed and privileged. That is a good thing. Yes, all these things are privileges. Like, why is it bad to say, oh, you're so privileged? And thank God, just because I'm privileged doesn't mean I'm I'm not
2: grateful. All right. Well, since we're talking about privilege, it's my privilege to toss the commercial break. So we're going to go to commercial break so we can make some more money because there's an <laughs> opportunity in this environment to make money with commercials. So you guys stay tuned. We'll be right back with more two black guys with good credit talking about the labor shortage, get a job or start a business. Hold on, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more two black guys with good credit.
1: Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero.
2: all right welcome back to two black guys with big credit today's topic the labor shortage what do these unemployment numbers really mean yo there's jobs out there is a time for you to get up and get a job or start a business what's the deal why are people not taking all these jobs
3: because they don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to take the regular old jobs. Here's what happened. People peaced out because of the pandemic or straight up got fired because of the pandemic. And then when businesses reopened, jobs didn't pivot. They just go, hey, here's your stupid old job if you want it. Nothing has changed. Won't pay you more. Hours are probably worse. And we're going to hire fewer people for the same money. So you can work harder for less. And people were like, you know what? I think I'll pass. I've had about a year and a half practice of passing on this. So (laughs) I think I can do it some more now. I've got some self-esteem and workplaces haven't pivoted and people are finding their way on their own.
2: I I don't know if it's, if you guys have had the same experience and like we started off this show talking about the numbers which is important, true data uh, as opposed to anecdotal evidence. But like I know so many people and when I say so many, let me qualify that at least 10 people in my immediate circle of pe- who have like for done record, really all well.
4: Friends. That's all <laughs> that? That has about 10 friends for the record.
3: I mean, <laughs> is,
4: that me that is, is, <laughs> that, is that a good number? Is that high or low?
3: I mean, uh, I have three friends and you guys are two of them. So. I feel good about it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like
2: I'm, I'm winning. But my, the point I was trying to make is that a lot of these people who I'm referring to have spoken to me about how they're doing really well. And there's been a lot of Like, even though it's like we all know the pandemic has been emotionally difficult, there's been the deaths of people across the globe. Mm -hmm. So this is not like, oh, I'm celebrating the pandemic. I'm just saying in terms of work and people having opportunities and people actually uh, changing their their business status or their, their economic status, I've seen a lot of people who are actually doing well or finding opportunities. But that's kind of counter to these numbers that we started the show with.
3: Well, the numbers suggest that there's almost a job per unemployed person, but the story doesn't bear out. Right. And people's experience doesn't show that. If that were true, we would not have so much unemployment. I mean, if even some of those jobs, let's say if. 50% of those jobs were awesome jobs for the people that were right for them. We would see that number going down much more rapidly, but there's something wrong with the jobs and there's something wrong. There's some disconnect here
4: between the people that are, that need employment and the people that want to employ. Back to my point, the market needs to correct itself. We're in a correcting period. I agree with everything you said and Matt and Karen, where you're saying like the jobs now don't the job descriptions don't line up with the workforce. And people had it now, a year and a half to time to say, yeah, I don't have to live like this. Like in America, we were conditioned. Like When I first moved to this country, I realized like there are no holidays in America. The only day we take off is, is Christmas. Every other day is like a working day in this country. And people realize yeah. like, I don't have to be like that anymore. There are other things I can do and make the same kind of income. So the market has to correct itself, meaning they can't have a five-day workforce anymore. Maybe they have to give different benefits. They have to give... Which I agree. Women more time off when they're pregnant, not like mm-hmm. ninety days get back to work. You know, these are things that ha- the market has to correct itself with, and understand that the labor force is 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 growing, it's maturing, and I think we as the labor inclusive of myself have to adjust, and that's my mm-hmm. point. And think it's about you know thinking outside the box and figuring out how you can leverage to give yourself the quality of life like we're all talking about, and still monetize it. Like Karen's point, was exactly. She refused more money for more. Quality of life, you know. So, Sean, you're, you,
2: you're, you're a business owner. Have you actually changed any of your employment practices? Of you, are you giving people anything different than what they were doing pre-pandemic? You know, I've given them raises in
4: fear that they might leave me. So I was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I know honestly, I gave people raises. I, you know, I always overkill them with like thankfulness and letting them because they're they're they help. They're the ones that drive my business forward. You know, so obviously I have to really, you know, adhere to that, adhere to their needs, and listen. You know, I try to listen more and not assume. See, that was the point I
2: was trying to make earlier when we were all fussing at each other. Is that I just wanted to make the point that not only are the employees or the people looking for work a part of this conversation about why are you unemployed or why are you looking for a job or why are you considering starting a bit? Why, why are you in your situation? But also business owners, are they are factoring in what changes they need to make to to either change with the times or, or make things more fair or competitive. I was just trying to point out that it wasn't just yeah.
4: an examination of the employee. It's also just yeah, the yeah. entire... I mean, I've witnessed it. I've gone to re- hotels and they don't have any, ro- they have rooms available, but they don't have any rooms clean because there's short cleaning staff, you know, have, I've witnessed that, you know, restaurants where they can't open all the the entire restaurant because they don't have enough staff, mm-hmm. you know, th- these are real life, everyday things that are happening because of the shortage, you know, and I'm trying to tell people, okay, like we just pointed out, that we start off the show with that fact so people realize that when unemployment ends across the nation, there's going to be people that are going to have to look for work and you don't want to be in that race. You know, like, it's like, even like with the, with, with the real estate boom, like now when the p- pandemic first happened, I was just kind of begging, hoping, crossing my toes, hoping I could sleep well at night knowing that my, none of my tenants leave, you know, because if they left, it would be hard to fill. Now everybody's coming back to New York. I have so many applicants, so many people looking for apartments, you know, every New York is back. So, you don't, and now the people that are looking for apartments are stressed out because they can't find any. And you don't want to be in that same scenario when you're looking for employment or you're looking to do something, create something. You know, you want to make sure that you're ahead of the curve. And as employers, you want to be competitive because you don't want to be the one who can't find Absolutely.
1: employees because you're not Absolutely. offering. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Or you're attracting Absolutely. the bottom of the barrel employees. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take bottom up, but you know that being said, I just read something, and I I really honestly wish to God that I had it in front of me because I I'm, I can't cite the source properly. But places are starting to pay better, raise a minimum wage. Like people are actually reacting to this because they can't operate their businesses without employees, and you know people and and no amount of enticement to the old the old way of doing it, the old like, you know, just low ass minimum wage, can't have to work three jobs to afford whatever. And, you know, you're, you, you've are you got a family, you still have to like, let, you know, you still need government assistance. People are so sick of it. And so I see places like I see news stories all the time about people raising their wages, people, you know, um, putting like childcare in place in the, in the workplace so that women can bring their kids and don't have to worry about that. Um, little perks like that, I think, you know, people are kind of tired of the paradigm of like work, 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 and your employer doesn't have to care that much. And you know, also, if we have to care, we want you to care also.
4: And also for business owners too. Like you can think outside the box, open up the employment pool. You can hire veterans. I've hired seniors, which are really committed workers. You know, you can hire people with with disabilities that work well. You know, you don't have to go a traditional route of looking for employees that you think can fill the job and you can kind of expand your mind into hiring people that you may not even have considered in the past that it probably will do an exceptional job that's
2: another interesting part of this which is not really specifically the topic but it's just the whole for businesses that do not require to be brick and mortar like obviously if you're selling food if you're a restaurant you have to have a place for people to come but there's a lot of businesses where it doesn't actually require a home base where you can be hiring everyone remote. And now this debate of when it does open back up or when COVID numbers come down to the point where everyone's comfortable, do we come back to work? Do people come back to offices or do you keep working remote? Because I know a lot of of jobs, people are
4: losing, employers are losing people because they don't wanna come back to the office. Well, the market's gonna dictate that honestly, because it's like, like, let's just say, for example, if company X wants to hire you and they're giving, willing to let you work from home two days a week and company Y wants to hire you, and they're telling you, you got to be at the office five days a week, guess where everybody's going to go work? So the market is going to dictate that. And that's what I'm saying. It's going to change. And your skill sets have to change. And you have to be understanding that, you know, you may not like Zoom, but it's probably going to be part of a reality for a long time. And you have to understand, like. How to be a lot of people don't are not as productive at home versus in the office. And that once again, when the market's gonna be standing out, like, hey, Matt's a good guy in the office, but at home he doesn't do crap. So but you you're, but really. you're that
2: that to me, that to me sounds like that's that's boss owner owner talk without data. Because the a lot of companies, I've heard the exact opposite to where like the 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 numbers, like specifically a company I'm working with right now, like they, their numbers during COVID. Exceeded, like broke records to where, like maybe in the past ownership might have been like, oh, I want people in the office, old school style, but and you can't kick that. Oh, people aren't being you, there's this assumption that you're at home playing, you know, cards or, or watching, you know, TV or 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 whatever, doing something else. But if you're if you're if you hire good people and they're hitting their numbers and your business is productive. Like I think that that blanket statement about oh people don't work as hard as some some don't and some do some people don't get work done in the office because they're distracted by office talk and and water cooler talk and all their employee their coworkers if you're at home and you're just you know I think it could work both ways. All right, guys. Well, clearly we are not going to solve the unemployment problem in this one episode. It's just a kind of a conversation, opinions on what's going on in this job market. There's a lot of opportunities, but People, you have to think outside the box and figure out how you can monetize the market and fill the gaps, either by employing yourself, creating a company that provides these services, you know, or also for employers, you need to to maybe shift how you're doing business and and be more competitive to hire people for these 9.5 million jobs that are available. So I don't know, Sean, Karen, do you guys have any final thoughts on Mm The labor shortage, the job market—is it time to get a job,
4: or is it time to start a business? What well, say you, look, Karen, say, Karen? Karen, I would, I would say w-
3: there's probably what, Sean?
4: No, so I was gonna say maybe it's a good time just to enlist the labor shortages opportunities a list quickly for them.
3: Well, you know? but well, here, here's what I'm gonna say, Sean. Wait, just what? But before we get into that, is I think there's there's something going on. There's there's as many applicants as there are jobs, right? Or there are as many unemployed people as there are jobs. So what's going on here? either the jobs are not what people want, or the people are not what the jobs want, or both. (laughs) So there's going to have to be something on both sides, right? Places that want to hire people, you're going to have to sweeten the deal. You just are. There's just too many jobs and people can be picky, obviously, because there's so much to choose from. And people who want jobs, you know, in order to get the best of the best, like obviously there's kind of a lot of Low level jobs out there, and I think that's what people don't want, or jobs that are overly demanding for what they pay, or whatever. Um, and so maybe sharpen your skills up and get that, you know, going, you know, get some more continuing education, or whatever, whatever, and be irresistible to somebody who's going to have to pay you a lot or start your own business. But on both sides, it's possible people aren't doing quite enough to attract one another.
2: All right, well, on that note, let's move on. Sean Linda, labor (laughs) shortage. Should, is this now time to get a job? Is it time to start a business? What say you?
4: I say me, you know, have the confidence to be, <laughs> to be bold out there in the market to kind of, if you're something you really want to do and you realize you don't have the skill set to do, like like Karen mentioned, a few places where you can try to hone your skill set, but attack the market and don't assume that, What's the status quo is going to be the same a year from now, six months from now, because this world, this economy, this world that we're in, it's ever so changing. And I'm, I'm sure within a month, this show, the show that we just, the, this show that we aired is going to be dated.
0: Mm-hmm. So you
4: need to understand that the market is changing and it's time to take advantage of it. And I've had so many people in life say, man, if I only knew, if I only knew, and this is a time where, you know, now two black guys, of good credit are letting, you know, so get out there and make it happen. We love you still regardless.
2: Well, all right. That, that, that's Sean's two
4: cents. <laughs> I'm
2: just going to say this right now. There's an opportunity uh, on both sides in this employment game for the employers, employees, for the entrepreneurs, and for the people who are maybe a little scared to go outside. Hey, maybe you can figure out a, a remote job. Maybe there are things you can do online, but basically right now with the 9.5 million availabilities, I'm sorry, the 9.5 unemployed people and the 9.2 jobs that are out there there's clearly opportunities so be aggressive get your uh you use your resources be creative and go out there and get that job or start that business now's the time strike while the opportunity is there yes Um, and hurry up and hurry up and do it
3: and hurry and get after it Karen,
2: Karen didn't have time to waste so guys
3: look what look at the time look at how late look at the late hour yeah get on with it start at tiktok do whatever you're gonna do
2: well on that note hey tiktok you can be like our girl get your only fans or (laughs) only (laughs) feeds (laughs) um all right well on that note like i always say nothing changes if nothing changes Mm -mm. so this job market there, there's a lot of chance for you to change your employment status and get a job or start a business. So make it happen, captain. I'm Indeed. Matt Smith uh, for two black guys, with good credit and I'm out.
3: And I'm Karen Margolis. I'm a third of two black guys with good credit. Um, you can hit me up on whatever you want at Karen Margolis, K E R E N M A R G O L I S. And as I always say, it doesn't matter what you did. It matters what you do next. So don't worry, just do stuff.
4: And I'm Sean Linda. I'm going to change up a little. The wise one of two black guys with good credit as you guys can see through the slide. You guys episode. can't even
3: you can't even hear how far back our eyes are rolling because it's not audio.
4: <laughs> as I say, your money is your money, and you need to keep it in your damn pocket. And I'm out. Love you guys. And Love hey, follow you guys. us. Send us an email and we'll tell us what you think, your thoughts. TBGWGC at gmail.com. That's two black guys with goodcredit at gmail.com. Check me out on IG, Financially Clean Sean with a U. And I'm officially out.
1: Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.